0: Good morning. Good morning. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana back with another episode of One Minute Mitzvahs, (laughs) which are mitzvahs which we can do in just one minute. And just to put it in context for new listeners, which I do every week, a mitzvah is not a good deed. It's prescribed practice action which opens the gate, which pulls forth, which allows us to be recipients of divine healing energy. It's a form, a channel, a way to bring healing into our lives, into our relationships, and into the entire world, including, by the way, very many mitzvahs regarding the environment, nature. It's such a fantastic, beautiful, intricate, system, not of being a goody-goody, but of being a helper, of being a support to this life and to this world and to one another, and, and going beyond our limited views of how things are and allowing a larger knowingness, a larger wisdom to pour forth into our lives, into our actions, and into our relationships. It's so mysterious. And and of course, many people will say, well, how do I know this is all true? And the answer always comes, which is do and you will see. It's not about an intellectual belief or don't believe. Do it. Take it on. A simple one. One minute. (laughs) One minute. How many minutes do we have in our lives? Do it and see the effects for your own very self. And that itself is an incredible practice, to see the effects. And then as we keep doing and seeing, we can't wait to do the next mitzvah. You know, there's a cute little saying which says, run, don't walk, but run <laughs> to do the next mitzvah. It's exciting. It's fun. It's an exploration, a very profound exploration of yourself and of your relationships to all of life. So I'm very happy and thrilled and and, and honored to be able to offer each week a different mitzvah. And my goodness, there are so many, many, as I said in the beginning, some are relevant in this day and age, some we can't even do anymore, which are, they're not applicable. Some to be done in different Physical context, time frames, different people. It's that it's not a one size fits all. So don't think oh I can't do them all, I'm no good or I'm worthless. Many people do that. They think, well if I can't do it all and I can't do it perfectly, I'm not gonna even bother. And who in the world can learn them all? That's the subtext of so many of us. But that's not the truth about what mitzvot are. One minute (laughs) takes a minute. And you begin to understand. Of course, there's a lot of commentary on them, but the most important commentary is the action itself. Take the action and see what happens in your life. And I hope down the road to open some kind of a website, whatever, some way we can all interact with each other and share together what happens when we are a blessing and when we do these mitzvot and what happens so we can learn from each other and inspire one another in terms of the actual reality of what these mitzvahs are. Okay, so for today, I'm going to approach a very, very profound, powerful, fundamental mitzvah. One of the most important ones, actually. One of the most fundamental ones. And it's called Lashon Hara, which also means an evil tongue, a bitter tongue. And it's all these this mitzvah for today is all about speech and relationships. It's just the beginning of it. There's whole books written on this. And and it's very fascinating to read them, but we don't need to read the whole book. We actually have to do it. So let me explain what is Losh and Hurry. It's one of the most fundamental mitzvahs because it means do not speak ill of another. Wow. Don't gossip. You shall not go around as a gossip monger. Oh, my goodness. What a powerful, simple, fundamental mitzvah. Of course, or, and don't slander anyone else. Not only don't do it, but don't listen to it. Now, we might think, what What? what are you talking about? The whole world is based on gossip and slander. You know, many years ago, I taught a course um on Zen and Judaism, which I love teaching so much. And um, it was a very enjoyable, wonderful course at Marymount College. And I gave this particular, we had exercises for the week and we had a mitzvah to do. And when people came back at the end of the week, people who really cared about learning about this, they said they just absolutely were shocked because if you really try, or if you really become conscious and you refuse to gossip to slander another, or to listen to gossip—that's what the—that's the fundamental of the mitzvah, the fundamental part. They said, "Well, then, they couldn't go to lunch with anyone. They could barely talk on the phone. They became very conscious, aware, of how much of our conversation is based on gossip and slander." Now this myth is teaching us, instructing us, and in saying it's a, our words are so powerful. So much of a relationship is built and destroyed through words. Not only a relationship, but it says that if you engage in this gossip and slander, three people, three, are very harmed. Who is harmed. The one who says it is harmed. It's harmful to say it. Just take that in for a moment. We never think of it that way. We can't wait to run and say something negative about someone. It's almost like a feast. We listen, we gossip, we read the tabloids, on and on and on. Did you know he said this? She did that? Blah, blah, blah. We almost revel in this tearing someone down. Of course, the minute we are engaged in tearing someone down, we're tearing ourselves down. And we're tearing that person down, and the one who listens is being torn down. Three, three being torn down. It's not so simple as it seems. When you do that, not only is someone's reputation often just wiped out. The relationship's harmed but you are being harmed why are you being so harmed because you are entering the world of anger bitterness destructiveness destruction now you know it's very very interesting it's so many things that we just do automatically naturally reflexively without thinking twice about it come it's based on a destructive impulse. This is very painful to talk about and even to think about, but it's important. It's important. There's no, um, Nobody's being judged or blamed here. We're just looking. Let's just look without judging ourselves, hating ourselves, blaming ourselves, blaming someone else. Let's just look at it. That's part of the mitzvah. Let's look at it. And really understand, that's another part of these mitzvahs, so we can understand human life. I mean, so many people, for so many years I worked as a psychologist, a therapist, on and on people would say, I don't know what happened in my relationship. Where did the love go? Where did the friendship go? Where did the good feelings go? We all long for connection and love and understanding to be heard, to be seen, to be trusted to trust another, all of that. So easy for that to be wiped out, boom, just like that. So there are two parts. There's the part that, and we don't understand why that disappears so quickly. And it does. It's because we don't really have a, a really rooted knowledge of what the mitzvahs are trying to teach us, what love really is how to build a relationship, how to build our lives and our bones up, our strength up. If we're sick, if we're feeling downcast, are we filling our lives with bitter gossip and slander? Are we trying to take down someone else? Well, believe it, it's not possible to be healthy and strong yourself if you're engaged in that. And it's almost unconscious. It is unconscious and automatic. Because as these people in the class said, my goodness, they were shocked. And I'm also always shocked at how automatic the, the gossip and the slander comes, how automatically it comes, how much the world of destruction has a hold on us. Isn't it interesting to see that, just to see that? And then the, this mitzvah is asking us to say no to that. Just to be able to say no. Wow, that's a very powerful, powerful moment and a very powerful act. We don't realize we have choice. Many things we cannot choose, we cannot control, but we do have certain things we can choose. And we do have control over and we can say no when we notice we're about to listen to some gossip or slander or about to engage in it. Just stop it. (laughs) <laughs> no. <sighs> you know that just stop. It's such a powerful powerful instruction because usually we are just running auto- we're running on automatic. Just automatic. We really don't even want to hurt someone, but these words are coming out of our mouth or we're in gay we get quickly pulled in to someone else's story. So as these people said at lunch, well, I went to, l- at, not at lunch in the class, they went to lunch and they had nothing to talk about. And they also made a big point of saying that they, they felt strange, they felt uncomfortable, they didn't want to not listen, they felt they were being rude. And of course, so now we're dealing with this whole social web and social network. However, there are ways you can turn a moment around. You can turn a conversation around. You can fo- You can just change the topic to something else. You can focus on something positive. And by the way, connected to this mitzvah is, if you do know that somebody has done something harmful or even objectionable, if a person, if you know that one person could be a danger to another, say, Someone's going to be in someone's house, and you know that person's a thief or that they've hurt someone else, then you actually are compelled to tell them if it's going to protect them. That's interesting, too. It's very interesting because it shows us the purpose of the mitzvah is to protect, to protect everyone involved, to protect our lives, to protect our heart, to protect our relationships to focus us in a different direction, not to judge others, not to revel in someone's rough situation and gossip about it, not to revel and, and spread out all their faults. Why not look for their positive aspects? And why, why not? Now, that why not is a very interesting, interesting point. Because there's a part in us that wants to go along also with what's going along socially you know what the normal what the normal group is doing the not normal it's not necessarily normal but what the conventional attitude and action so we go along with it we go along and if we do then we lose our ourselves we lose our soul we lose our heart we lose what's really possible for us in this life, all the wonderful, wonderful beauty that is possible. We even lose the love that we so deeply want because if you're busy slandering someone else, how can it be that the love that you want in your life, in your relationships or in your family can blossom and grow? It cannot. It cannot. And it will not because you're not creating an energy of love within and all around you. So this, this mitzvah is to tell you how powerful your words are, and not only your words, your thoughts, which are before the words, you're thinking certain things, and beneath the thoughts is the desire. Do you have a desire to lift someone up or to tear them down? And the part in you that wants to engage with tearing someone down, notice it. See, if you take this mitzvah on for even one week or one day, it will force you to notice all kinds of things in yourself that you want to hear that gossip. Maybe you're even enjoying it. So you'll notice so much more about yourself. Notice it without judging yourself. This is a practice really of not only increasing caring for others, protecting others, and loving others, it's a practice of incredibly increasing self-awareness, too. Notice that there is that aspect in yourself and say no to it. No. Somebody wants to tell you this and that, you can say, oh, I'd rather not talk about him right now. They'll say, well, why not? You might... Feel you might even be risking the relationship. Someone might feel rejected in the group who's wants to do it or judged, but you don't have. But if you don't do it with a judgmental attitude, you just say, you know, I th- I find it painful to hear all these dif- all of these negative things. Let's let's find something else to talk about. That's a whole other discussion about how not to get pulled in to the mass moment. Very very beautiful important important point. And we will discuss that more and more because that is the very function of the mitzvahs. Don't get pulled into the mass consciousness, which could be a very dangerous and dark one. Don't go along with it. Stay connected to your highest self, to God, to the divine, whatever word you want to use. Stay connected to the greatest good for all concerned. That is the function of the mitzvahs. Bring in your awareness to the situation. Look at it from the largest possible point of view. How wonderful, how beautiful. You know, it's a great joy to me to do this, to offer this, I love doing it because I love looking at the Torah and Jewish practice and the mitzvah from the highest possible point of view and to show everyone, whoever wants to listen, that it's available to all. It's like refreshing water. And that it's positive. It's positive. It's not hidden. It's not negative. It's not frightening. It's healthy. It's positive. And it can be done very quickly. So you can sit and read all the commentaries. Fine. If you like it, that's wonderful. I like happen to like to read. But, but, and that part's very good. It's important to read, too, because you know what to do in a way. But on the other hand, just do it. If you just do it, the minute you see you're going to slander someone, stop it and notice what happens. And let me know. So you can write to me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. I'm here. I love to get your emails. So I've been getting wonderful emails. Love to answer you. Love to engage with you in this beautiful, beautiful practice. And as I see the time is coming to an end for today, I thank you. Thank you for listening. Our website is 1tent.com. And this is Brenda Shoshana with One Minute Mitzvahs, wishing you all a really, really beautiful, beautiful day and a beautiful week. And let's try it all together. Thank you. Bye-bye.